0: You guys, Erin has a surprise for me, and she's been teasing me with it for two and a half weeks. Two, three weeks. It's been fucking three weeks. It is the third week. It's only been two and a half weeks. And it feels like a million years, and I don't get to know it, and she keeps giving me fucking clues, and they're so weird.
1: God damn!
0: Very vague clues. They're very vague. I'm so excited about said thing but I cannot tell you yet. It is smaller than a bread box. Mm -hmm. It is sharp. Mm -hmm. It it is tangible. It's tangible. It's not an idea. Um, (laughs) It probably has caused death before or it could have caused death before. Mm -hmm. You guys are going to get to know, like find out with me. Mm -hmm. And then she's like not fucking giving me a time that I get to know this goddamn surprise. At first she was like, it'll be three weeks and now it's week three and she's like, maybe next week hate you. The fucking horses aren't all in the stable, man. We'll fucking round them up. The eagles haven't all landed. Get the fucking eagle, Whistle. You can't control eagles. (laughs) I just said (laughs) Whistle. I meant Whistle. (laughs) Oh, shit. I have no control over them. I don't know what they're doing. They're fucking flying around. You have control over these motherfucking eagles. Make them land. Ground their ass now and tell me the motherfucking surprise. (laughs) she has got to go to space and back, man. I need to know. I'm so excited. I need to know and now they need to know. They'll need I to know. I hope everybody fucking blow her up and be like me, get, tell Stacy the surprise. I will not. I will not. I'm keeping it a secret. I didn't find out my fucking gender of my kid cuz I was like I like surprises. I like this long surprises. Is more important than that. Long fucking cock. I it hate, is pretty important. Did you just say long cock? Nope. <laughs> 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 what did you say? I said it's the long fucking con. Ah, uh, yeah, that's where it came in. That I thought you said cock. I was like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Ow. All right. I did say it was dark <laughs> and hard <laughs> and sharp. You that's don't know a sharp what dick you got you there. are working with. <laughs> okay. So anyway, on that lovely note, if you're not going to tell me my fucking surprise, not today. What? <sighs> <laughs> what is your goddamn? Well, mine is that I was working today in your town. Mm-hmm. The town that I... Work in? Slightly despise. Uh, yes. And I had to do an install in said town mm-hmm. at an optometry place. Yeah. And so I was at said optometry place, and I was outside of their front door because... I was doing their fucking front door or, like, hours and shit. You know, like, oh, Dr. So-and-so works here, and these are the hours that he's here, right? You yeah. know those signs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was scraping off an old one, and I was putting on a new one, and I was stand- I was by myself. Today's the only day that I was like, I'm just going to go by myself because, A, I did not want to get one of the kids from the shop, and, B, I was like, it's not that fucking hard. I can do it myself. It'll take me less time. It's a door. And then I don't have to talk to anyone. I can wear headphones and just live my life, right? Yeah. Did you just, like, have to pop in and be like, hey, I'm here to do, like, the hours on the door? And Literally. Like, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm here to do hours on the door. And they were like, what? And then they like, oh, um, we're getting a new one. And I was like, yeah. And then they're like, oh, all right. I'll let her know where you're here. And then I just walked outside and started scraping off their door. Like, I know I'm at the right place. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fine. And uh, so I was doing it. The lady came out and was like, hi. And I was like, hi. And then she went back in. And I was like, bye. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very official. Sounds like you needed somebody, like an assistant. Yeah, absolutely. To say hi and bye for you. Yeah. So that you could continue listening on your headphones. Mm-hmm. So I have one headphone in because I'm a lady. And so I yeah. don't want to get, like, murdered. Like, someone Ugh. run up behind me or something. Ugh. Or, like, not hear fucking predators coming. yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, don't I, don't, I would want to know if Chewbacca was coming up behind me. I, was like, I don't know why I chose the Chewbacca sound then. <laughs> It's a predator. Uh, I can't do the predator sound. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't. I can't do that. I don't even know the predator sound. That's uh, kind of like what I just tried to do, but not exactly. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but I was doing that, and it's in a parking lot of like a shopping center, right? So there's mm-hmm. parking spots directly behind me. Yeah. I was dressed as I am right now. Yeah. And I was just asking f- to be fucking molested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Uh-huh. So I was scraping off the top fucking thing above your head above scraping. my head and like reaching up and Showing then those substitute teacher arms yes baby. literally i was like baby this probably looks really good but also <laughs> i have headphones in don't really care no? i can see people inside the place like looking at me but i'm like man whatever right yeah like, fucking look at my armpits right yeah get them and then i hear from behind me directly behind me in the giant truck directly behind me mm-hmm. apparently someone was sitting in there and he was like if that was any higher you'd have to use a ladder okay and i was like haha that's not even funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but I was just like, Yeah. You great know, like, observation. You're right, because I'm not taller than how tall I am. Sir. What the fuck? <laughs> I am working. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to anyone. I have headphones in. Do you like, think that was like headphone in? Do you think that was like his like, oh, this is how I'll get her to talk to me? Absolutely. I'm going to mention how short she is. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Or just like, I don't know, he's bored. I don't fucking know. And so I was just like, "Eh, right? And then just fucking kept scraping away and doing my thing. And then I was like wiping it off and then blah. And then I put up the new one. And how I do it is I put it up by my eyeballs and I look at it and I'm like, that looks about right. And then I measure it Mm -hmm. because I want it to be level and straight and fucking centered. So I pull out my tape measure and I start to measure it. Fucking guy in truck gets out of said truck St- comes over to me, and he's like, well, I was going to give you a tape measure. And was, what the fuck? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I have one. This is my job. I literally said that. I was like, haha ha thanks. I have one. This is my job. Yeah. And he was like, oh, because I always carry a tape measure in my truck. Okay, get the fuck away from me right now, because now I'm over you. I was like, yeah, I do, too. I'm yeah. a professional, ha-ha-ha, <laughs> because now, like— I don't know how to handle. Like, I'm just laughing because I'm fucking awkward, awkward. now. Yeah, like, I yeah. don't want to it's be a in nervous this. laugh of like I'm trying to be nice, but also get the fuck away. I'm trying to be nice, but I want nothing to do with this conversation or you, sir. Mm-hmm. Please step back. We're still in a fucking pandemic. Like, <laughs> get,
1: get away your from tape me. Measure away
0: from me. Six feet, motherfucker. You should be able to measure it. Yeah. And so <laughs> I <laughs> bust that sucker out. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I always keep a tape measure in my truck. And I was like, Me, fucking too. You know. Uh-huh. Uh, this is my job, literally my That's job. Annoying. And then he decided to stand awkwardly behind slash near me and tell me about how he's a woodworker and how, you know, you always have to measure and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm just, like, literally trying to fucking do my job. And I was oh like, my oh, my god, this is why I bring assistance with me. To, like, like, this like, is why I that. bring... A dude. So nobody will talk to you? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's like if a dude is there, I don't get approached. Or if anything, you get like honked at or like yelled at, you know, out of the window of their truck for like a second when they're driving by. And then you just go on your merry little way. Yeah, but it's never like, I'm going to help her. Yeah. Please, sir, She looks like she needs help. Please don't. No. No, she doesn't. She needs to be left the
1: fuck alone. There's nothing
0: more irritating. Which, like, not to sound ungrateful, because there are just, like, nice people out there, but, like, it's never the nice people that are... I'm staring at a window looking like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. If I was, like, turned around and, like, oh, what should I do next? Then maybe (laughs) come help me. Sure wish I had something to measure with. This dude was, like, hoping to be your Prince Charming with his tape measure. Literally. And then he starts asking me... What kind of printer do you use to make it do that? And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to say? Am I, uh, sir, it's a Roland SP540. <laughs> did you say that? Because I hope you did. No, I just said, it's a cutter. Because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to say. What am I supposed to say to you, sir? Yeah. You can't ju- it's a brother. What? Like, <laughs> HP, motherfucker. You, there's nothing that I could tell him that would be an acceptable answer in his mind. Ugh. And I don't want to explain to you my whole fucking process of what I'm doing. Like, wh- why would you ask me that? And, and just then leave me alone. alone. <laughs> this is literally why I didn't bring anybody because I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh, I and keep hitting my coffee cup. At that, that point, it would just be easier to fucking bring someone so that I could not talk to them. Yeah, because they know the role. Yeah. Just ignore me. And I'd be like, hold it there. Move <laughs> it like this. <sighs> like a dance. You know. And then he started telling me about how one time he got a stencil made somewhere. And, you know, he put it on this fucking wooden toy that he made. And I was just like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, my God. I don't know. It was that dude's very... going to wear your skin in the streets. Yeah. And then when I was finally leaving, he's like, well, looks really good. And I'm like, th- he was there for the entire thing. Oh, my God. Looks good. Thanks, What was man. he doing? Literally sitting in his truck behind me or standing behind me on the sidewalk. What the fuck? The entire time. I don't know what he was doing other than that. (laughs) Like he wasn't there for an eye appointment or anything? Maybe his wife was inside. I have no fucking idea. I don't know what he was supposed to be doing, but all he was doing was bothering me. And then he's like, are you really busy? Do you keep really busy? Yeah, man, I'm super busy right now. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, and I'm, like, not wearing my company shirt or anything. So, yeah. like, he, does he think I'm just an Etsy shop that comes out here to let him fucking... <laughs> oh, my God. What do you think is happening, sir? Just so, leave me alone. That's your goddamn town. That's my goddamn... <laughs> Shit, I just ignore everybody. See, I'm too ingrained in that, like... Gotta make others feel comfortable? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. quote unquote like people pleaser thing yeah. of like I don't want them to feel bad for like oh I didn't hear them or something yeah. and also I don't want them to get closer and say it again Ugh. you know I'm like that f- at first and then once I realize what I'm dealing with I'm like oh <laughs> yeah but by that I'm point out. it's too late because no. at that point I had answered one of his questions and then he was like she needs a tape measure <laughs> I need to help her oh good she has one I still brought mine and out and that's when you go I gotta take this real quick <laughs> just look at my phone yeah i'll be there i'll be there in like five. Oh, mi- oh you're coming here okay great yeah cool see you in five minutes okay i'm just gonna finish up here yeah yeah oh i need to talk to a client okay have them have them call me <laughs> and just fucking on your phone while you're doing it like you know like ah, uh, fucking touch your ear like you're getting the hot news and oh yeah yeah yeah. oh you wanted an eight by ten okay yeah we can do that <laughs> what color perfect uh-huh yeah. wednesday yeah. yeah love to yeah <laughs> Until he gets bored and walk away. I'm going to spill coffee. All right. So are you ready for my goddamn? I am. Yes. So this week I was on a video call. Not a video call. But like I was on a call, a meeting. Mm -hmm. And we do them all on our computer. And you could turn video on, but I never do because I'm never dressed or anything. And it's just like (laughs) audio, headphones in my ear, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I saw Lee across the hall from me in the kids' room Mm -hmm. coming out of the kids' room with – a giant piece of cardboard, mm-hmm. like the size of half of a human body, piece what? of cardboard, and <laughs> and <laughs> whose f- human body? Yours? Yeah, like mine. Okay, maybe Lee's. It was a big piece of cardboard, mm-hmm. and then a five gallon bucket flipped upside down on that cardboard. Nope nope like he had caught something Mm -mm. nope now was it a fucking gopher (laughs) now listen we've had some discussions on this podcast and you all know my house is the house of critters the house horror of critters i don't even know what you want to call it it's Mm -hmm. terrifying it is the gross house (laughs) (laughs) even though i try so hard to not make it the gross house but that's what it is right he had a five gallon bucket on it how big was it was it a cat he had a five gallon bucket (laughs) With cardboard on it it. a possum? The last time I saw this scenario was with my dad and myself, and there was a mouse. Jamie Ann will remember this story because she was, like, living with us for a short period of time Uh during, like, the college years where you're like, I'm going to figure out my fucking life. And then she came to California and was like, that's not where I'm going to figure it out. It's (laughs) expensive there. but um, So she was living with us for a little bit. I was hanging out with Jamie Ann. I don't even know how this fucking happened. I don't really remember the whole story, but, like, a mouse shot out and then ran into the bathroom that connected to Jamie Ann's room. Mm -hmm. And then Jamie Ann and I screamed. My parents weren't home, but we knew who to call. My dad. My dad will always know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so we shoved, like, towels under the door so it couldn't run out or whatever. And we waited for my dad to come home. And my dad was (laughs) like, we're going to catch that fucking mouse with a five-gallon bucket and a cardboard, Uh right? So I helped my dad catch it. It was very dramatic. It was... I don't think I could even explain it and it'd be funny because you just kind of had to be there. Yeah. But, like, literally, I walked into the bathroom to show him where the mouse last was, like, fucking three hours ago because <laughs> it took him a while to come home. And I was with no shoes on. And the moment I shut the bathroom door really fast so it can run out, my dad goes, I wouldn't be in here without shoes. <laughs> and so I, like, jumped up on the toilet like, holy fucking shit. Like, I don't want it to touch my toes. We caught the mouse. My dad had, like the paper, the cardboard on the bucket and we were trying to get out the door, but the cardboard was too big for the door, so we had to, like, lift the cardboard off really quick to, like, close it. And that fucking <laughs> mouse shot out of the five-gallon bucket. What? But the bathroom door is close to the back door, so yeah. it, like, shot out the back door. I've never seen a mouse fly, but it fucking <laughs> flew and it got out. And my dad was just like, well, that doesn't. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Anyway, so that's what I think of mm-hmm. when I see Lee walking out with a five-gallon bucket mm-hmm. and cardboard. I'm like, you know, I pause and I'm on. I can't talk, so I mouth to him like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> and he's looking at me like, "Just carry on. Nothing to see here. Don't be worried about it." Mm-hmm. So he goes on, and I like, I'm like, "Okay, don't be distracted." But for sure, it's another gopher. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. something that he had to catch. It's big though. It's big because he grabs- just grabs a fire. Like it's not a lizard, you know? <laughs> it was a fucking lizard. Okay, okay. I am the lizard catcher in this house, as you know. Right? Did he get a five-gallon bucket for a lizard? I catch lizards. Lee does not like lizards. I am the lizard catcher. He deals with spiders. (laughs) Lizard queen. So he comes in after I'm off my call, and I'm like, what was that? And he looks just very disappointed in his life choices. (laughs) And I immediately knew what it was because the day before, I picked the kids up from daycare, and it was one of the kids' birthday. yeah. And as, like, a, like, gift to the other kids, like, oh, cupcakes and whatever, Mm. like, the goodie bag had toy lizards in it. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. And the toy lizards look pretty cool. Like, they were real. And it was sitting... My youngest son was playing with it and left it in the middle of the floor, and it was sitting there. And I remember putting my kid to bed, and I was like, "That actually kind of looks real. I wonder if Lee's gonna think it's real." <laughs> and he did, and he caught a toy lizard with a five-gallon bucket and a giant cardboard. <laughs> oh and my he fucking what? Like precariously carried it out and just like dumped it outside, and it just like plopped. <laughs> he didn't even like no poke question. It. It. Well, I wouldn't have poked it, I guess, because I would have assumed that it would run away. But, like, I would blow on it to make sure it, like, moved. Oh, I can only imagine. Because, like I said, I didn't get to witness the events. And I'm really sad that the camera wasn't pointed at him. But I can only imagine that he was feeling pretty badass. Like, caught the fucking lizard, you know? (laughs) Like, I handled this shit. Usually, Stace gets this, but I got this. Ah! And then he he, when he looked so disappointed and he looked at me. And I, I immediately knew it. And I was like... Was it the toy lizard? Did and you catch the like, lizard? Yes. <laughs> and then he's like, "Don't tell anyone." And then I'm like, "I'm gonna tell everyone! My god, I'm gonna tell everyone!" Oh my god, I was fucking. I'm only done. gonna tell a few thousand of my closest friends. <laughs> oh, oh my god, exactly. Oh my god, that's fucking oh, it made hilarious. Me so happy. Oh my god, so happy. <laughs> he was really so proud of himself. That's like, all I can at Like he put the bucket on there and he's like, "Yeah, so fast, like a fucking cat." Because lizards are quick. They are, yeah. If they know you're coming. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, my God. That's great. Beautiful. I wish I could have seen it. That'd be funny. Good Anyways. times. Good times. You want to hear about some murder? I sure do. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Fucking one hour later. <laughs> I know. Hey, it is 51 minutes later. <laughs> Ooh. So, here on episode 146, uh-huh. I am going to tell you about Charles Albright. Alrighty. He was born August 10th,
1: 1933.
0: Damn. He, mm-hmm. All right. He was adopted when he was three weeks old by Del and Fred Albright from an orphanage. Mm-hmm. According to Dell, his mother was only 16 when she had secretly married another student and then gotten pregnant. Okay. And then said 16-year-old girl, her father found out and demanded that she get an annulment and give the baby up for adoption. Otherwise, he was going to cut her off from the family. That's crazy because back then wasn't 16 kind of like normal? Like that was an acceptable age to get married at. I mean, probably. I mean, 14 probably was. I don't know. Maybe he had higher hopes for his daughter. It's like not... That youngin' over there. It could have been that. Like, not fucking him, though. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But her dad was like, not today. And so then that's where Charles got his fucking start in life, right? Okay, yep. So, Dell, his adoptive mom, mm-hmm. was a teacher, and Fred was a grocer. Since his mom was a teacher, she would work with him at home along with his actual schooling. And uh-huh. because of this, he skipped two grades. He's super smart. Super smart. He was fluent in English, French, and Spanish. He fucking played the piano. He Whoa. tap danced. Like she was like, hey, guess what? Here's another fucking skill. You got this shit now, right? Shit. All kinds of shit. She really. Pushed him to do a lot and overachieve all the fucking extracurricular shit, right? Mm, That sounds like my nightmare. Oh, absolutely. It's like everything I would want to be able to do, like as a party trick, but then, like, I don't want to put in the time. Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my dad plays guitar, like, uh, fucking really well. And he was like, here's how you do it. And he taught me. And then I was like, cool, 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 cool. I'm going to never do this again. Yeah. Like, Bye. <laughs> yeah. So his mom was pretty overprotective of him, though. And I don't know if that's because, for whatever reason, she couldn't have kids or something. And so and this is, like, her one chance Savant. with a baby. Yeah, yeah. And so she's like, oh, this one's going to be fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure. Oh, absolutely. Ugh. But examples of her overprotectiveness ranged from changing him multiple times a day because his clothes got dirt on them. Oh shit, is, that is my nightmare. Yeah, like a bit extreme. If you're a yeah. kid if you changed him every time he got dirt on him? Oh my god, I would have no clothes. Exactly. I literally put clean socks on my kid today that were dirty. Like I washed them, but they looked dirty, and I was like, <laughs> do we just throw them away? Do I fucking Oxi-clean this shit? Like, wh- <laughs> No, because yeah. you can't oxi-clean everything. So you just fucking... Do they smell all right? Put them on them. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. I put them on them. <laughs> are I they like, going to it. daycare or These are brown house? now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Brown socks, they, they never, never get dirty. Anyway. Isn't it black socks? It's every color, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I think that was how the song went. It was all of them. At any rate... It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> so... Another example would be that she tied him to his bed when he wouldn't take a nap. Whoa. Okay. So uh, almost hit that level of parenting some point in my life. I didn't. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, just stay in your fucking room. I need yeah. a break. Yeah. I think at one point Alexis was looking for like a lid for a crib. So <laughs> she it? gets it too. I support it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was like, they make those? Why didn't I know about that? <laughs> My office roommate actually suggested that once. And I was like, they make up the like net that goes over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My brother suggested it to me. And I was like, a crate? You want me to put my kid in a crate? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yes, yes, I will. If I have to, I will. <laughs> I know, right? She also would bring him to a hospital and show him iron lungs in the hope that it would prevent him from touching dog poop, which she believed would give him polio. Oh my god! Okay. So like overprotective, fucking overbearing Scare tactics. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, like a little, little too much. Yeah, sometimes. Other times, sometimes. it's just like. I mean, he's dirty. She's a fucking being a good mom, changing his clothes way too many times. Oh, my God. I'm exhausted listening to this. Yeah, it sounds exhausting. Ugh. Especially with all the stuff that she did for him, like teaching him all this stuff to you. Like, I, if I was a teacher, I'd be like, listen, you're not going to learn shit from me at home. I am off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I Yeah, I know the answer, but you're not going to get it from me. Fucking yeah. look it up. There's encyclopedia. Ask me tomorrow at 8. <laughs> when I'm on the clock again. <laughs> Office hours begin tomorrow at 8. <laughs> yeah. So other students would later describe him as, like, a pied piper where everyone wanted to see what he was going to do next and they, like, mm. wanted to follow in his footsteps. He was a fucking cool kid, right? Yeah. But by the age of 13, he started getting into some trouble with the law. Uh-oh. He was arrested for petty theft and aggravated assault. He was never charged with anything, or at least he didn't serve any time, probably because he was 13. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> But later people were saying that it could have possibly stemmed from his like wanting to rebel because his mom was also frugal. And so she's like, you're this perfect child and we're not going to spend money on these things. And so then he would go out and fucking take shit that he wanted was kind of insignificant. He was 13. But yeah, uh, got him. Right. Yeah. Around this time, his mom would also talk to him openly about sex, apparently in their home whenever she was in her bedroom in her underwear. Uh, Okay, this is getting weird. Nope. No. Okay, Fred, her husband, okay, would like grab at her, you know, like Lee would do or Brandon would do. Like if you're fucking putting on your pants in the morning, you fucking smack your ass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently (laughs) she hated it, uh huh. And so she would talk to Charles about that and was trying to raise him to respect women and not do that. How specific? Very specific. How specific of a scenario that you just painted out? Is he going to do some weird shit like? relating to this later i don't because that was a very specific scenario like
1: in my opinion
0: no he's not going to but also you could say maybe something stems from that because i would feel so uncomfortable if like if First, Mom was like, "Fucking dad grabs my tits every time." Yeah, the room. like that is not a conversation I want to have. No, I could understand if you were like, "Hey, BT Dubs, like respect women and don't do this." Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. But not like your dad always does this. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, fucking weird. Weird talk. Weird situation. Very. Kind of get where she's coming from. Like, hey, I, if you really didn't like a thing, you're like, don't do that, right? But at the same time, yeah, a little weird. Makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But she would also accompany him on any dates that he might have to make sure. But it was to make sure that he was acting gentlemanly. And the way that it sounded was like 13 and upwards. Mm. It didn't have a cap on that. It was just like she would go with him on dates. That's kind of like like he's got to feel like, dude, I just want to be my own person. Yeah. Like I don't want to tap dance anymore. Mm -hmm. I learned it. I did it. Like, Mm -hmm. dating someone is literally, like, figuring out the rest of your fucking life who you're going to spend it with, right? Yeah, yeah. So who are you? But also, you know, doing other things that, like, you're not going to do when your mom's around. Right. Hopefully. Ugh. (laughs) At any rate, his mother also enrolled him in a mail order taxidermy class. Oh. Mm -hmm. A mail order? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you can just get, like, a kit in the mail and learn how to do that? Mm Mm-hmm. Is this still a thing asking for a friend? I don't know. (laughs) I hope it is. Okay. Answering for a friend. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Because they fucking, I guess, would, like, send them birds and shit, too, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. That was going to be my follow-up question. Uh, Yeah. Like, whole-ass fucking crows or finches (laughs) or whatever. And they're like, here you go. Here's how you do it. And they explain it and stuff. What the fuck? She helped him to skin birds and prepare them for stuffing. Skin birds? Mm-hmm. I guess you have to fucking skin them to stuff Do you, them. like, re-fucking put their feathers on? Well, the, the feathers are in the skin. You don't pluck their feathers. You just skin you their skin. You can skin a bird and keep the feathers on? I think that's how you stuff them. I don't know. I've never stuffed a bird. Oh, I mean, I haven't either, but I would assume it's just like a deer. Like, you take the whole skin off. You don't take mm. the fur—you don't shave it. And, like, anyway, let's put all these back. <laughs> I wonder what the skin looks like. Like, that's got to be triphobia fucking Nightmare. The underside of a skin with all the quills in it or whatever the fuck you call a feather end. Yeah. Haven't you seen like a plucked chicken or anything? Yeah, but like what does the un- I've never seen, that's why I just assumed they had to take the feathers off to get the skin. Yeah. Like I've inside. never seen the skin with the feathers still attached. I would imagine attached. that it's thick enough to so where they don't go all it? the way through. Because otherwise like I can't them, imagine that though because I, chicken skin. It's very, like if I had feathers on it and the quills are hard, if I Like, flip the skin over, I would see a bunch of little dimples, right? I have no idea. I don't think I've ever thought this hard about it. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why I do this. I get so fucking hung up on it. So he skinned the goddamn bird. You tell me later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So she fucking helped him skin these birds, right? Mm -hmm. He learned all the tricks on how to scoop the brains out and cut out the eyes and shit, right? We learned that in biology. Mm Mm-hmm. He was apparently fascinated with choosing eyes from the local taxidermy place, which I wish was still a fucking thing. (laughs) Okay. Like, oh, I want my crow to have blue eyes. Yeah, basically, they had a fucking array of eyes, and they're like, deer eyes, boar eyes, whatever, fucking all of the eyes that you could possibly want. And he would just stand there and stare at them all fucking day. And like a like, goddamn I- candy owl on a 7 Exactly. Okay. <laughs> he would beg his mom to buy them, and he, like, wanted to collect them and shit, and his mom wouldn't do it because... She said they were too expensive because, yeah. like I said before, she was a little bit frugal, right? She's like, you don't even have a fucking cow. I'm not buying you a cow eye. Exactly. Yeah. So instead, she would sew buttons onto the eyes of the stuffed and mounted birds. Oh, my God. That's more terrifying. Okay. Side note, I don't know how true this is because it's coming from an article that, like, someone had interviewed him. And so this is kind of his recollection of it, but not, like, a direct quote of his recollection of it, you know? Uh-huh. But that's fucking terrifying, That's way more terrifying than just buying the fucking eyeball. A fucking crow with buttons on the eyes? Now, are we talking buttons that have, like, the four holes and you cross-stitch it or whatever? Or are we talking buttons where it's like... You could string it in a way that it just looks like a little black round dot. So I assumed it was like the four holes standard sewing. That's button. terrifying. That's some like Coraline bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was my first thought. I was like, well, that's fucking scary. And <laughs> yeah. also Tim Burton looking motherfucker. <laughs> I want one. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Is, is that I what think... my surprise is? Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be neat? I got you <laughs> online taxidermy classes. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. Did you give me falconry classes? Oh, that would be a great one. I need to do that. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so when he was 16 years old, he robbed a store, and the police later caught him with the cash from the register, two handguns, and a rifle. Whoa. Wow, that's a lot of guns. Did He, he stole those from the store, or he brought those with him? I think he brought them with him, but by this point, it's got to be, like, mm, early 50s, right? Okay. Somewhere around there. My dad ran around with guns all the fucking time. He wasn't even born then. But he was running around with guns. But, like, when he was a kid, it was very different. And I'm sure that when this kid was a kid, it was even more different. Like, Where are just, we at? What state? Dallas, Texas. Oh, for fucking sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Not rare. Yeah, they're like, you'll shoot your eye out, Charles. And he was like, thanks, bye, right? Cool, fuck my eyes. I could get buttons. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. like, I don't even need those eyes. I got so many other eyes, right? Yeah. So he served a year in jail for that. Damn. Once he got out, he went to Arkansas State Teachers College. Okay. And, and he majored in pre-med. What? Big jump. I guess he was smart. I mean, yeah. And he was doing fucking taxidermy and shit, right? So he's he... like, I like surgery stuff. I okay, don't know. Okay, okay, okay. I was thinking maybe like, you know, mortician, but all right. Oh, yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But he was caught stealing, and so he was expelled from the college. Okay. What was but he stealing this time? We don't know. One of the things that he admitted to stealing was like literal exam fucking questions or whatever. Who hasn't? I think in our day, it was more like, I stole those, a.k.a. they were emailed from the guy in the class before me, but (laughs) (laughs) literally one time, my teacher left the answer key out on his desk. Yeah. And we took a picture of it, I think. This is before pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not before pictures, before cell phones. (laughs) He's like, flashbulbs. Don't look over here. (laughs) Either way, he took the whole fucking thing. I don't know what else he took or if that was the only thing he took, but he said in said article thing that he was just basically, like, stealing to fucking, like, mess around. It was nothing, like, he was just getting into, like, mischievous shit. It wasn't, like, nefarious. It was mischievous. But either way, he was expelled. Yeah. But that didn't stop him. He went right ahead and stole the necessary documents and forged some signatures and fucking boom. He had a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Is he going to practice medicine? Well. Okay. He married his college girlfriend and they had a daughter together. And she knew that he... Did all this? I don't know that. I think she probably knew that he was expelled and then maybe she was like, I mean, whatever. I still need somebody to fucking make money. So if that's how you can get a job, go for it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm speculating. All right. That's what we do here. But his girlfriend slash wife now Mm -hmm. was a teacher. Like dear old mom? Oh, just like dear old mom. Oh, Jesus Christ. But he couldn't keep a job. He yeah, would forge he fucking lied. He <laughs> exactly. doesn't know how to do anything He's they're actually like, not very good at it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, day one, uh, could you grab the scalpel? And he's like, You mean this? And like, gets a fucking spoon or something. And they're like, No, you idiot. Yeah, no, dum dumb. It's over here. Well, he would forge checks to help bring in cash <laughs> and <laughs> to help bring it in. Yeah, you know, uh, like, yeah. this is how I'm getting yeah. money. Yeah, I just fucking wrote this randomly, mm-hmm. stole from somebody. And at one point, Charles became a teacher at a high school. Thanks oh, to all God. his fucking totally legitimate degrees, right? Yeah. And deep knowledge. Mm-hmm. But the school found out that he was a sneaky fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And they fired him. He managed to get away with only probation. Okay. For like the forged checks and what? all the other fucking nefarious shit that he was doing, right? They were really? like, Don't do that shit. And he was like Even all right. though he stole and got like a year before. Mm-hmm when he was 16. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But now they're like, "Hey man," and he was like, "You're right. I'm not better. My boo, my boo." Yeah. And so then by 1965, his wife had had enough and they separated. Okay. They wouldn't actually get divorced until 1974. Mm-hmm. It's not really relevant, but I just found my it god, interesting. My god, like 10 years later? Literally like 9 years later, oh yeah. Oh my god. I mean, just Jesus. Talk about fucking, a fucking long-ass divorce. Yeah, rip the band-aid off, man. Yeah. But rip it off just like a band-aid. <laughs> He got in trouble again for stealing a shit ton of stuff from a hardware store. Surprising. He was arrested and sentenced to two years in prison, but he got out after only six months. This is fucking baffling, which I'm sure he's getting the two years because of previous fucking charges or whatever. Yeah. But like he literally was forging checks and stealing money and they were like, don't do that shit. And then he stole from a hardware store Mm -hmm. and they were like, two years. Although they were like god damn it yeah. charles you yeah. said he only served six months yeah he served six months but i mean don't do that shit again you're oh on probation right? so his mom died and Ooh. he took that pretty hard because yeah you know she was like a big part of his fucking life and childhood and a, who he is apparently yeah right? like basically defined him mm-hmm. and then in 1981 he was staying with some friends and they had a nine-year-old daughter Okay. He molested said daughter. (gasps) No. The friends found out and they called the police. Good. Charles was arrested and charged. He pleaded guilty and was only given probation. Uh, what? He would later come out and say that he didn't actually molest her. He just took the plea to avoid a hassle. Uh, yeah. uh, that is one that you hassle over. Uh, If you're innocent, you're like, let me fucking deal with this hassle real quick. Yeah. Okay, Charles. (laughs) Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. So in 1985, he met a lady named Dixie Mm -hmm. while he was out in Arkansas. And he convinced her to get married and come live with him in Dallas. And she was like, that's a great fucking idea. You sound like a stand up guy. Mm hmm. And it wasn't long before she realized that he was a fucking deadbeat. Yeah, he was not stand up, but Mm -mm. he was lying. He was, in fact, lay down. (laughs) (laughs) And sitting all goddamn day. She was the only one contributing to bills and shit, right? Mm -hmm. And basically keeping them afloat. So he was like mooching off of her. Exactly. Like, I need me a sugar mama. Yeah, he's like, I need someone to fucking take care of this shit while I go do whatever it is that I'm going to do, right? So Charles, being the little fucking liar that he is, he told his wife that he got a... Paper route, mm-hmm. and he would leave super early in the morning. Mm. I think that paper route guys would start at like two a.m. or some shit because they had to like bundle mm-hmm. the fucking papers and then go get them out by like five a.m. So yeah, it's like a very early morning, yeah, job ask. Right? I actually helped a neighbor do that when I was younger. Did you? Yeah, My like dad had, is a paper boy. Yeah, they had like a paper route, and I helped them a few times. And it is miserable. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just lazy, but I'm – oh, I do know that. Mm-hmm. But yes. I was just like, who y- – there's not enough money. Like, I Mm-mm. don't make any money, and there is not enough money that you could pay me to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't get it. Yeah. Like, no. what are you doing with the mon- – you're seven. Yeah. <laughs> my cousins did it. Yeah. I think they did it just to, like – my aunt and uncle were like you need a job you know and all of their kids did it. they had three kids and they all had fucking paper roots but then see that's the thing it's like as a parent now that is your job oh no this was before that though that was I know, like the 90s just, i was just <laughs> thinking like when i did it i there was no parental supervision no they were like get up make sure you get your shit done bye yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i just remember putting rubber bands on all the newspapers mm-hmm. and i hated it yeah it's like this is dumb I don't think I ever helped with anything. I just knew that they did it. And they were like, I have to get up early and fucking ride my bike. And I was like, bye. But it was like Connecticut, so they don't have hills and shit, right? Everything's just flat. (laughs) Yeah, this was Virginia. And I don't really remember the topography, (laughs) if I'm being honest. I mean I think they had like rolling hills, but there was no like, oh goddammit, I have to go up this goddamn thing. <laughs> like like my hill. hill? Yeah, yeah, that would be nobody's delivering papers No, you're there, driving your yeah. papers up my hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, At any rate. Okay. <laughs> he uh he would leave around, you know, early morning times for his quote unquote paper route mm-hmm. that he was not actually partaking in. Instead of actually delivering papers, he was going out and getting papers prostitute <gasps> that costs money bitch mm-hmm. you're yeah. not bringing in any money well, no you're fucking blowing it out <laughs> blow something out <laughs> well shit yeah that's not good so cut to december 13th 1990 okay cutting okay the body of a sex worker was Uh-oh. found in the oak cliff neighborhood mm-hmm. which is in dallas they it was it did have hills they had cliffs mm, true <laughs> okay <laughs> He probably wasn't doing it on his bike, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. The body belonged to Mary Lou Pratt, who was a 35-year-old woman who was well-known around the area for her services. Okay. Side note, she lived with her parents, but they Mm. did not know what she did for a living. Uh, So it's kind of a fucking shitty way to find out, right? Oh, that's terrible. She was found lying face up by the street, wearing a T-shirt that was pulled up to show her breasts. Uh. She had been shot in the back of the head... Or, like, behind the ear, kind of. Okay. With a forty-five caliber gun. Here's the fucked up part. Her eyes were gone. (gasps) I know why you picked the story. I'm sorry. What? Were they just missing or were they gouged out? Her fucking eyes had been cut out with goddamn medical precision. No. There were almost no marks on her eyelids, which what? is fucking pretty tricky, I guess, on account of that. I'm gonna throw her up. eyes. I hate eye stuff. Uh well, you can buckle in because there's a lot of it. He didn't even fuck up the eyelids, like he pulled them open to get the eyeball out. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking vomit. Was she dead when this happened? For the love of all things holy. I'm gonna say yes because oh, I God. don't know. I fucking hope so. I don't know. Oh, my God. This makes me so uncomfortable. I literally have goosebumps because I don't feel good. Yeah. Mm, talk about something else so it gets out of my head. Okay. Well, whoever had killed her, fucking spoiler, right? Yeah. Had taken the eyeballs with him. Yeah. Like, they were not found at the scene. Yeah. He's got a fucking fetish for sure. Yeah. He would love your eyeballs. <laughs> like, they're almost already out of your head. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God, yours are the fucking same, but I can see yours. (laughs) You can't see yours? (laughs) Not right now. He'd like yours too. (laughs) Uh, I don't like it. Like, you think he's like fucking scoping them out based on their eyes? Like, oh, she got bulgers. Oh, I hope not. (laughs) Because I always feel like you could definitely get. Don't you do that with your motherfucking eyeball right now. Don't move it. No. Nope. Gonna yak. I do not like eyeballs. Oh, man. Have you seen that? Uh, fucking everybody's seen do it. Do I have to do it to you? What is it? Oh, I'm just going to fucking my... yeah, It doesn't bother I'm... me. Yeah, I can't even really do it. What movie is it? Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot about that scene. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. So, side note, there are pictures, and they fucking feature prominently in my nightmares. <gasps> it is horrible. Stop it. Yeah. Pull it up real quick so it's on your phone and not on mine. And show it to me. Okay, hold on. Did you find it? Yep. What? It helps that it's in black and white. Yeah, like it didn't. Really Why happen. is it like that? Why are they open like that? I think that's the autopsy being like, see here, there are no eyeballs. There's like little metal things holding. Erin, one of them looks like it's a black eye. Does that mean she was alive when this happened? She was beaten beforehand. Like I believe that. I believe that she was hit in the face beforehand. So, maybe that was a black eye before she got no eyes? Why are there multiple? Are you about to tell me so many more? Well, don't read ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Literally, the eyelids are still together and there's, like, something, there's, like, I don't even know what happens on the inside of an eyeball, but I'm seeing it. Uh, question. hmm Were they, like, was, like, the optic nerve and shit sliced and diced very nicely? So it's not, like, did they mention anything about the inside of the ocular hole? Like, was it just fucking wrapped? Like, he, they know he's got an eyeball. hmm Like, the eyeball did not get ruined in this removal yeah. process. Like, they said that it looked to have d- been done with fucking medical precision. That didn't even look real, what I just looked at. Yeah. That I is- stumbled on that shit and was like, <laughs> well, I know me. what I'm doing for the next couple of days. Yeah, that would scare me if I stumbled on it. Especially yeah. when I re- I research in bed when I'm like right before I'm about to fall asleep. Oh, no. I'm, I do it on the couch in a well-lit area. Yeah, that's And the then problem. I fucking tuck myself into bed with all these goddamn nightmares in my head. I fucking do it right before and then I'm like, I don't know why I have sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why I'm not sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have a problem with eyes now. Yeah, well, so (sighs) police were like, ah, fuck, right? Because they don't have any leads other than me. Can you? I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Because, like, it's going on in my brain now. Detective, show up at the crime scene and you're like, oh, we got another one, kids. (gasps) Oh, they didn't find out that she didn't have eyes until the autopsy. Because the eyelids were still there. So, like, her eyes were closed or looked closed, you know? I'm sure they weren't like, wow, that's weird. She has, like, really repressed, regressed eyes. What's the word? Concave eyes? I don't know. Oh my But they didn't know that she didn't have eyes until the autopsy. And then the autopsy was like, all right, let's fucking check check, out the eyeballs. Check this shit out. And they were like, "Uh uh-oh, something (laughs) is missing. That would scare me more. Like, I'm a mortician alone. Well, not to have a fucking intern or something. Yeah. To be like, hey, Josh, are they morticians? God, check that shit no. out. Ho- corner. No, a corner, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alone. Hey, Josh, check out the eyes. Last time, I had a rough time. That is a shit day at work. I swear to God, it is your fucking turn to get this kind of surprise. (laughs) They have to look at it and know, like, "Mm, something looks weird there. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure they've seen enough uh, different shit to be like, anyway, this looks like whatever. Okay, that's fucking awful. Yeah. uh, and there's no eyes. Yeah. Do you think, like, if it's, let's say you've been on the job, Mm -hmm. and this is the first time you're ever discovering somebody with no eyes, do you have Mm -hmm. to, like, call your boss and be like, dude... What do I do? Can I get like a debriefing? What do you do if there's no eyes? And they're like, well, we've never had this before. And then you have to like come up with fucking... Procedure? Yeah, like (laughs) documentation on how to deal with this in the future. I don't know. Okay, so no eyes. No eyes. So Mm. now cops are like, I don't have any leads because she was a sex worker. So there's a lot of fucking suspects, right? And also... Bolo for some eyes. Bolo for some (laughs) eyes. Yeah. But, like, maybe it was a doctor, right? Or someone who oh. has some kind of medical background. What if he put buttons in them? <laughs> he didn't. Thank fucking oh bad. My God. God. This is not Coraline come to life. Sorry, I'm being very insensitive. But this is just, like, blowing my mind, and it doesn't even feel real. Yeah. Like, you just showed me a picture. It doesn't feel real. No, it's pretty horrifying. My God. So, one morning, a couple of weeks later, another sex worker named Veronica Rodriguez, who was 26 years old, she was out on the street, and a policewoman approached her, mm-hmm. and Veronica had a gash across her forehead and a knife cut along the front of her neck. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the officer- She was just walking around? Well, yeah, she was still fucking hooking Gotta go make- turn turning tricks. Go, oh, my God. Yeah. With a gash in her throat? I mean, across it was probably, neck? like, stopped bleeding at that point, but they were like, you've had some wounds here, I yeah, see. Yeah, you've seen- You've had a rough day. Yeah, you had Got some- a case of the Mondays. <laughs> What the fuck? Exactly. Oh, my God. And so the police officer lady was like, hey, what happened back there? Yeah. Right? Bleeding twice. Do you and need some help? Well, Veronica. A fucking Band-Aid? A fucking Band-Aid, <laughs> Jesus right? Christ. Well, Veronica was like, please don't arrest me because, you know, she's yeah. a prostitute and so yeah. that's illegal. And yeah. She's like, don't don't arrest me. And the officer was like, I'm not going to fucking arrest you, but like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, like you have bigger concerns right now than me yeah. arresting you. And so Veronica said that a John had tried to kill her. Mm-hmm. But she was able to escape and run to a nearby home. She just so happened to know the guy in the nearby home as one of her regulars, a man named Axton Schindler. hmm Axton. Badass name, Axton. I know. I like it, right? Yeah. Axton was a long-haul truck driver, and Veronica said that Axton had known the identity of her attacker. So, like, mm. she was being attacked in, like, a woodsy area type of thing, mm-hmm. and then ran, was able to get away Ran to this house and was like, oh, shit, it's Axton. And then Axton, like, looked behind her, I guess, and was like, oh, shit, it's that guy. Oh. Right? Oh. Like, Axton knew the guy that was attacking her. It's like a fucking episode of Scooby-Doo. Exactly. Okay. So the cops found said Axton guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they talked to him, and he was like, bull fucking shit. I don't know her. I didn't save her. I got nothing to do with this shit. Oh. Deuces, I'm out. Like, okay. Like, mm not me. I ain't got nothing on this. I'm not talking to anybody deuces. Yeah, not my deal. I wasn't doing that illegal thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So the cops were like, "Mm, she's a liar anyway, right? (gasps) Oh, no. So they just kind of dropped it. What the fuck? Maybe she was attacked, maybe she wasn't, but like we don't have any evidence, I guess, or proof or anything, and this guy's saying that that didn't happen. Yeah, and they didn't want to consider the fact that perhaps he did not want to admit to doing something illegal. Perhaps. So then on February 10th, 1991, another body of a sex worker was found This time in South Dallas. Mm -hmm. This was Susan Peterson. She was found in much the same way as Mary Lou, with Uh only a t-shirt on that was pulled up to expose her breasts. Why do that? I don't know. Like, it's really weird. Mm, You're probably, like, doing it or something, and it's like, I'm not going to take off my shirt. Just look at my tits. I don't know. Okay. Where was the first lady found? Like, location? or Yeah, like, was it in a woodsy area? Um, I believe it was was, more like... (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it was side of the road. Oh, okay. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you're not fucking boning on the side of the road, are you? Oh, yeah. That's another thing, is that these women were clearly killed in another location and then brought here. Okay. So maybe they were being dragged and, like, your shirt comes up if you're being dragged by your feet. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Either way, she had been shot three times. Mm. Once in the heart, once on the top of the head, and once point blank in the back of her head. Why so many times? I don't know. Are they able to tell, like, she died instantly, like, the first shot? Because can you imagine being shot in the heart and it didn't work? And then he shoots you in the head and it still didn't work? So I can't imagine it didn't again? work any of those times. So <laughs> yeah. the, I mention it later, um, but I don't know why there was so much overkill, especially on this one. Because mm-hmm. I feel like any one of those shots would have been sufficient. sufficient. And... Uh, I don't know which came first. Mm. I don't know which one was the actual cause of death, and I don't know why she yeah. was shot so many times. My but. God. And you would also think, like, you would want to use the least amount of shots because it's loud. Yeah. I don't know. Even with a silencer. Yeah. You still hear some shit. Yeah. Okay. So, she had a clump of her own hair on her chest. And what? And just like Mary Lou, her eyes had been removed and taken from the scene. Okay. Why the hair? I don't know. I'm assuming maybe it was, like, in a struggle? (gasps) And And then he just, like, threw it on her? Kind of. Oh, my God. That's an assumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now the sex workers in the area are like, oh, fucking shit. I like my eyeballs. Somebody's out here killing us, right? Were they, did they, like, release any information about, like, what was happening? Like, your eyeballs are going to get taken. They released information about the women being found murdered and, like, their demographic, like, these two white young females. But they did not say that their eyes were taken. mm have. That would fucking terrify me. Oh, my God, Like, right? I'm not—even if it's, like, I'm not a sex worker and I'm not any part of the demographic, if you mm-hmm. were, like, bodies turning up without eyes, I'd be like, nope, nope, out of here. Anyway, Gotta go. Places I have to, be. to move. I've been wanting to for a while, but yeah. this is it. <laughs> Suddenly, this is my push. Yeah. So— All of the sex workers started talking to police about, like, abusive johns that they've had or extra kinky ones that might be a little violent and would beat them and stuff. They were like, check out fucking this guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Because now they're all like, oh, shit. I don't want to be killed. It's us against this guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. However, both of the girls that were found dead so far were white. Uh So the black sex workers were like, fucking sucks to suck. He's not after us. Like, we're still out here doing our thing, right? Okay. Then on March 18th, 1991, Shirley Williams' body was found near a school. Uh She was completely nude. She had been shot in the top of the head and in the face. Uh She also had her eyes removed with said medical precision but she had also been beaten in the face and had bruises and a broken nose ah here's the thing she was black Mm -hmm. and she was found in a different neighborhood yeah so now the police are like ah fuck yeah we got a fucking wrench thrown in our fucking plans Exactly. Here. Now he's Thought changing had this shit up. we figured out. Yeah. Yeah. So now, fucking, everybody has to be scared. Right? Yeah. Because he's going after women. Not just a certain type. Right? He doesn't have a type anymore. It's fucking everybody. Yeah. And now it's a different neighborhood. So they're like, don't know where he's gonna strike next. Right? What's he doing with these eyeballs? That is the million dollar question. Jesus. So, now it's gonna be hard to find him or where he's gonna strike next and all that kind of shit. Right? Yeah. However... It appeared that Shirley's eye removal fucking surgery, if you want to call it <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Was rushed because there was the tip of an exacto blade found in her skin. Ah. Uh, yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So now I, this motherfucker's is using exacto blades, not even like a scalpel. This shit is an exacto blade. That's what I use to cut paper. Like, that's not a medical approved device. Yeah. Um,. How? Mm-hmm. You would think that, like, cutting out the eye is a very delicate procedure. Well, which is why I think they think it was rushed. Because he's, like, I don't know, fucking gouging at that point, maybe? How does and it so break off in off? the skin? I don't know. Maybe it was a very used one, so maybe it was a little worn. Mm. I don't know. But they still didn't have any fingerprints or a murder weapon or anything. But they did have hair. Okay. Keep in mind, it's, like, yeah fucking 90s now, though. Yeah. 91. Okay. So now all the sex workers are like, fuck this shit, fuck this shit, I'm out, right? Done doing this. Time for a career change. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I was thinking about going back to school. (laughs) Uh, Sorry about it, John. But there was one lady who was still out on the streets. And so the police were like, yo. You're our informant. You fucking know you're being hunted, right? Like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Give her a camera. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay. Not the appropriate response. Is she willing to be bait? Cause... <laughs> no, she was like, oh, fuck, really? Because that explains a lot. Oh. And so she tells them that the night before, she got a John, and when she was like, yo, let's go to this motel, he was like, no, I got this place that I like to go, right? And Mm -hmm. she was like, nope, fuck that. I only do business on my fucking pre-approved list of motels. Yeah, you got to get on the fucking company list here. Mm Mm-hmm. She's like, I keep my shit safe. You're not taking me to another location. This is where we're going. And he was like, no. And she was like, then let me out of the fucking car, right? Yeah. And when she said that, he... Got enraged and started yelling about hating whores oh, and God. that he was going to kill all the whores. Oh no! And so she was like, "Bye, not today, motherfucker." Yeah, and not she this whore maced the shit out of him. Yes, before he could do anything, yes. and she bailed out of the car. Like, no, nah, fuck you and fuck everything about that. I'm out of here. Don't call me a whore. Right? Yeah, yeah. And she described him as a husky white man with salt and pepper hair, cowboy boots, and blue jeans. Okay. So the cops so like were like. Every John. Probably, <laughs> right? Uh <laughs> oh, got him. <laughs> Zing. Well, the cops were like, mm, this kind of sounds like the guy that attacked Veronica, supposedly, right? Oh, okay. And so they decided to run Axton Schindler's address through their system. Mm hmm. And it turns out that the house belonged to Fred Albright. Okay. So the cops searched for Fred Albright, and they found that he owned another home in the area. Motherfucker. also, he was dead. Hmm. And so then one overachieving cop remembered that a friend of Mary Lou's had come forward after her murder and told him that Mary Lou had introduced her to a man whom she briefly dated. The man was apparently obsessed with eyeballs and oh, had God! a collection of X Acto Blades. This all came from like an overzealous officer remembered this shit? Uh yeah. This overzealous wow. officer was remembering that In Mary Lou's friend after the murder told him all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that fucking guy's name was Charles Albright. And so he was like, oh. Fred Albright, maybe he has something to do with Charles Albright. Yeah. So the cop was like, Coincidence? Probably. And he stopped not. looking. Stop it! <laughs> I'm kidding. No, okay, no. <laughs> I was like Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, they decided to check Charles' record, and they found a picture of him from a previous arrest. Right, mm-hmm. and he looked just how the last sex worker had described her oh, attacker. No busted so, motherfucker. Well, they went back to her, and they were like, "Could Is you pick him guy? out of one of these pictures?" Right, mm. and she was like, "It was fucking that guy." Oh and shit! And she pointed to Charles. Yeah. So Veronica was then asked to pick out, like, a picture in a fucking lineup or whatever. Uh-huh. And they said, like, she flipped through a couple pictures. And then when she got to Charles's, she started shaking and was really scared and then oh, refused to go further. She was like, no, fuck this. I'm not doing anything. I'm out of here. Right? Oh, God. And so the cops were like, well, will fucking keep you safe, come to the station. If you point out this guy, we'll arrest him. He can never hurt you again. Right? Yeah. She did eventually point out Charles. Okay. So Charles was arrested, and his home was searched, and they found x Blades. Good for these girls, by the way, or these women. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, fucking terrifying. I kind of love the, like, camaraderie of it, of, like, yeah. everybody coming together and being like, anyway, this guy's a fucking weirdo, right? And, like, I feel like it's a really good, um... Community? Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to go as far as say that. I don't really know the ins and outs, but I feel like it's a really good, like, uh, partnership, you know? Like, all cops should fucking protect the sex workers because they could give you all the deets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think they don't know what's going on in the fucking streets? They know everything. They know everything. They know everything. Yeah. And so these cops, they find exacto blades. Uh They find a hidden gun cabinet Uh and collections of weird shit like a bunch of champagne flutes. No eyeballs. Well, that is just... Listen, it's a hobby. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Champagne flutes? Just what I do. Yeah, I don't know. They were like, get a lot of eccentric and weird fucking champagne flutes. I'm like, what? How many, though? Hmm. What does a collection consist of? (laughs) Do I have a problem? Yes. Um, You have a collection of yarn. (laughs) I do. It's so nice, though. Just so you know. (laughs) Okay, so they did not, however, find a murder weapon, and they couldn't say that any of the blades that were found were used in anything nefarious, right? Okay. And it wouldn't be weird for him to have these exacto blades because he's a woodworker.
1: Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be
0: weird for him to have these guns because it's fucking Texas. Texas, yeah. yeah. And so they're like, eh, all we have is circumstantial evidence, right? Mm-hmm. So then they find some fibers in his truck that seem to match fibers found on Mary Lou. Uh oh. And hairs found on Shirley's body seem to match hairs taken from Charles. Okay, however, oh, no. DNA evidence on hairs wasn't really like a thing at the time, so it was basically a little more than just like, hmm, this looks gray, his yeah. is gray, you know? <laughs> These are probably the same. These seem to match. Yeah. <laughs> so, Axton skipped town just before the trial. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Axton was like, I don't want any part of this shit. Mm-hmm. Axton was like, I don't know him. Deuces. How do we know Axton? Um... I totally fucking forgot to mention it in this. Axton was, he was living in the house that was registered to, fucking owned by Mm -hmm. Fred Fred. Albright, right? Well, he was dead. So Charles owned that house. Mm -hmm. Axton was renting the house from Charles. Okay. Now, was Fred Axton's dad? Adoptive dad? Mm, He was Charles's adoptive dad. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) Sorry. I got a lot. That's what I was thinking in my head, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Fred so he Charles acquired these homes, mm-hmm. rented one out to Axton, mm-hmm. lived in the other. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Axton was like, Deuces, I'm out of here, right? Did Axton know he was fucking weird or something? Like, why was he not willing to help? Maybe he just does, doesn't like cops. Maybe he's like, I like my eyes right where they sit today. Maybe. Tomorrow and forever. They don't have any evidence against uh, against Charles, really, other than these hairs. And fibers and his fucking background that I know about, but yeah, yeah, maybe Axton was a little more nefarious than than we thought. Are you gonna fucking pull a switcheroo on me? I don't know. Okay, okay so okay, what? Axton skips town, right? Yeah. The police admit that there were fucking some unanswered questions with him, like yeah. they found an empty forty-five caliber ammo box behind his home. Mm -hmm. that they chalked up to, like, maybe Charles dumped it there. Yeah. Okay, or maybe Axton did, but that's fine. I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here. I feel like you are if you're saying that. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying I feel like Axton should have been questioned more, right? I'm curious as to why Axton, other than the fact that he would be then admitting to hiring a sex worker, which is illegal, Like, why is he so fucking, like, jittery? Sketched? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't (laughs) know. And even, you don't even have to say that you were hiring a sex worker. Because Veronica said, oh, I was attacked. I ran to this house. And that happens to be this house at Axton's there. Yeah. And he's a regular. All he had to be was like, I don't do that shit. But, like, I know her. And also, this other guy was attacking her. Right? Yeah. But uh, maybe he's just like, I don't want to get involved in that shit. Yeah. And it could be that. And that's kind of how. Like I don't need to go to a deposition. It's kind of how it seems, but also like people are dying, so maybe like fucking man up. Yeah, maybe be inconvenienced for a minute. <laughs> Just a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But Charles maintains his innocence and suggests that it was X'd in the whole time because hmm. he's fucking sketchy as shit, right? This yeah box of ammo was found outside of his home, which means next to nothing other than they were shot with a forty five caliber weapon and it was a forty five caliber ammo box, right? Okay. So Veronica took the stand in the trial for the defense. Okay. And was basically like, nope, never seen fucking Charles before in my life. Don't know him. Don't know anything about him. Deuces him out. Why? I don't know. Uh, Who was it that was like shaking? That was then- her. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's probably why. She probably got cold feet and she's like, fuck this shit. I don't want to have to do any of this shit publicly. I don't want anybody to know my business. I don't, like, she's... But if you're not going to take the stand for the prosecution, you don't need to take the stand for the defense. Maybe that was, like, her writing a quote wrong in their world. Like, you know, like, you don't snitch, you don't say anything. Yeah, maybe. Like, that's her fucking life. Like, sex workers don't have it easy, you know? It's not like they're out there on their own freelancing. Well, yeah, of course. They got fucking... I mean, some of them are now, but... Pimps. Yeah. They'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, mm-hmm. despite all of this, the jury found Charles guilty on December 19th, and they sentenced him to life in prison. Okay. That makes sense. Well, that's it. They didn't find eyeballs? You're not going to tell me about eyeballs? They didn't find any eyeballs? They didn't find any eyeballs. And Charles maintains that he didn't do shit. And so when the fucking article people were like, hey, so, like, why would someone cut out eyeballs? He was like, I don't know why someone would do that. That's so crazy. Like, that's insane. Maybe it's because they believe that you can't see in the afterlife if you take your eyeballs out. But, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, he's kind of downplaying everything and, I don't know, giving out, like, half answers. Okay. Listen. Mm-hmm. Home. Dude This it? motherfucker had an obsession with taxidermy eyeballs
1: at he a younger age.
0: Fucking did it. I, two uh, yeah. two sex workers came forward and were like, "It was fucking that, that was guy. him." Mm-hmm. One of them said, "I went to Axton for mm-hmm. protection." Mm-hmm. Maybe Axton was in on it. Maybe. Like, I think he just knew his fucking landlord was a creep and he's a truck driver and maybe he g- goes fucking around boning people in every city, state, whatever. And he's different just like, different area codes. Yeah. And he's like, I've seen this all before. I'm not sticking around for this bullshit. hmm. He's like, I'm out of here. Or maybe he literally had no idea. He was just like, I don't want to be involved in that and I'm not being subpoenaed or anything. I'm just being questioned. So I don't know anything about that. And then maybe he legitimately had to leave town. He's a truck driver. Mm hmm. Maybe he was like, I don't want to fucking say anything bad against my landlord because they'll raise my rent. Where are the eyeballs? So did everything stopped though, right? Yeah. Like Axton isn't cutting out eyeballs somewhere else. Not that we're aware of. And now that Charles has been detained, Mm -hmm. the eyeball cutting has stopped. Mm -hmm. It was fucking Charles. The eyeball killer was fucking ceased. It was Charles. I think it was Charles, too. Yeah. I'm just saying Axton could have been fucking nailed down a little bit. Like, hey, man, what's going on here? Why are you being sketchy? I'm pretty sure Axton probably was sketchy in some way or another, but not for eyeball thieving. Possibly. Snatching. That old eyeball snatcher. Good old eyeball snatcher. Um, okay. Charles's house had exacto blades. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Mm Mm-hmm. But he was a woodworker, so that's not that weird. When did he become a woodworker for the record? Um, he he does fucking carpentry in prison now. I don't know. It was one of his skills that his fucking mom did, I guess. I don't know. I have so many questions and I hate it because I don't have answers. Three, 3 people missing eyes? Yeah. 3 people missing eyes. Mm-hmm. That's six eyes. Are <laughs> just somewhere in this world. Yeah, I can't imagine they're still around. Like, I don't know if he preserved them. They were obviously trophies. Obviously, he oh, tried to preserve them. I mean, obviously. probably. They're probably, the box of ammo, it was just sitting back there or was it buried? I think it was just sitting back there like, oh, here's some ammo box. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's with all the champagne flutes? Do you think they were in the house already? Like, maybe his mom collected them? You know, how, like, you live in a house that mm-hmm. has a time capsule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think that was the case? It could have been. There's got to be floorboards. There's something buried somewhere. Yeah. Like, fucking open up the walls, though. Because there's no way he just cut them out and then was, like, done with these. Yeah. Like, with medical precision and then didn't keep them for something else. There's probably dolls in his house or some shit that, like, have eyes that are people's eyes. (laughs) Stop it. They would not uh, hide in plain sight. Life-size dolls or tiny dolls with giant eyes. It's like his (laughs) birds finally got real eyes. It's like fucking people eyes on a crow. Uh, this is weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. So can you, I've seen in like, you know, fucking movies and shit, but can you remove an eye mm-hmm. and it remain an eye? Like what? I know. Yeah, it stays circular. It's like gelatinous inside. Yeah, but I think it's just like squishy. Like it stays circular. Like you can touch your eye. It's kind of hard. It's got like a membrane and shit. Yeah, but would it stay like yeah. that? Like you've got pressure in your eye and shit. Yeah, I think you. I think it stays in like a circle fashion outside of the womb socket. Are you sure? Because no, like, I'm not. But I'm like ninety. Like, is this knowledge just based off of movies? Because like I'm thinking of my dog's eye. It just got removed. It looked like almost like a fucking raisin. And then like. And it was, like, bulging at first, and then it kind of looked like a raisin. And then, like, if you ever see cow eyes at the store or anything like that, they're always, like, sad looking and, like, lumpy, like, floppy. And same with fish eyes. I don't think I've ever seen fish eyes. I thought they were flat. They are, but, like, they have a little, like, curve to them. Yeah, and they're, like, concave. Like, they're not as, you know. Round as you might think. Yeah, they're kind of like a deflated balloon. I don't but, know. I don't know why I need to know. I don't know. We could Google it, but I'm not going to. Tonight. There are fucking eyeballs somewhere around here. So if you want to see pictures that Stacy saw... I'm not posting those. You won't. (laughs) Yeah, you'll have to Google that yourself. Yeah. But if you want to see other pictures pertaining to this case, go to isgdpodcast.com. Yeah. Also, while you're there, join our Patreon. Come support the show. For as little as a dollar, you get one extra episode Every month and also access to all of our back episodes, there's like 20-something now, so that's 20-something hours of sheer entertainment a whole entire day. (laughs) Also, if you want to join the $10 tier, then you get all the video, raw fucking videos, so you see all the pee breaks and everything of every episode, including the Patreon ones. Mm -hmm. And today I think we had like fucking a solid hour of just shit. Before we actually talked about murder. Probably not even that interesting. (laughs) But it's totally worth your money. But you could find out what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Also, you can find our merch on our website. And you should join us on um, social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at ISGD Podcast. Come join the Facebook group, the Goddamn Pod group. It's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. And you should come be a part of that fun. We have fun here. Mm Mm-hmm. Email us at gmail.com Or snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764 Spring Valley, California 91979 But that's not even all, is it? That's not even all Because we have a shout out We have a shout out Motherfucking shout out Coming at your heart today Ooh Do you like that song? Yeah I'll sing more Do it Should I? No Okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine, whatever Fucking shout out To Tambree Timbree. Because she just had a baby, whole <laughs> ass fucking baby, and Wendy what's up, claims, Wendy? "What's up, Wendy?" Wendy claims that uh, this baby is gonna be like the next fucking generation of Ooh. ISGD fan pit fucking listener group. Fuck yes, they are. So I feel like when we die, mm-hmm. our kids are gonna take over, mm-hmm. and it'll be like Tambry's daughter or son. I don't even know Tambry's baby. Tambri, what'd we'll, you have, girl? Well, come of age and we'll discover... be listening to the next generation of this podcast. Oh, my God. Like, we can never give it up. Never it is ever. now a legacy because of Tambri. I love it. <laughs> so, Tambri, thank Wendy for your shout out. And Tambri... Fucking thank you (laughs) for pushing a whole ass human out. That shit's hard. You fucking crushed it. You fucking crushed it. And congratulations and welcome to the world of parenthood if you're not already deeply, deeply in it and you've Mm -hmm. done this to yourself twice or more times. Yeah. In which case, it's a trap, right? It's it's a totally fucking trap. But if this is your first time, isn't it magical? (laughs) (laughs) Don't use a mirror to look. you're gonna need a handheld mirror yeah and just don't look into narnia don't do it (laughs) it's like a fucking punched lasagna men are like what (laughs) also if you have that baby cut out of you then oh girl oh but then you're in. it's like rearranging your house but the door is still the same (laughs) (laughs) but like you gutted it yeah (laughs) like shit is just different yeah yeah different yeah but, like, you're magical because you made a whole human. Oh, 100%. You're you are probably a so tired right now. Fucking warrior. Yeah. I hope that you're even listening. This might be fucking months later because you're yeah. like, I'm trying to fucking be a parent. Yeah. Go take a nap. Sleep on the baby sleeps. That's the biggest bullshit you've ever yeah, heard, right? It's all a fucking trap. It's all a trap. Um, but you know, they're well magical done. creatures, <laughs> they're beautiful and they're just so cute and that's yeah. how you keep them alive. Yeah. Also, we're here for you. Yeah, so. we got you, girl. Yeah, if you get those you baby blues, just fucking hop oh, over yeah. to the oh, yeah. pod group. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll bring you right back up. Yeah, we'll make you feel like a good mom based off of our <laughs> parenting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you're like, "Oh my god, the baby almost put dog food in its mouth. Aaron will be like, my baby did. Yeah. No, it's fine. Put dog food in its mouth. They're, they're fine. And I'll be like, my baby literally split his entire fucking head open. Mm-hmm. Had to take him to the ER. Mm-hmm. And be questioned by fucking social services mm-hmm. as to how he split his fucking head open. Mm-hmm. Then we're, I had to explain, we're playing the octopus game. Like mm-hmm. a motherfucking idiot. Yeah. Nope. But you know what? They're alive, so. Yeah. You do your best. You got it. You're doing great. You are enough. You are enough. This has turned into, like, affirmations for Tambry. This is affirmations for moms, (laughs) yeah, yeah. and dads. Listen, yeah, dads aren't to be excluded. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Thanks, everyone. We love y'all. Love you. Bye. Bye. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from Muriel's Murders.
1: Hi, I'm Muriel, and I love true crime. I'm Nick, and I think Muriel's obsession is weird and disturbing. During the pandemic, when we were cooped up with nothing to do, I started forcing Nick to listen to me tell him about whatever true crime story I was consumed by at the moment. And I gotta admit, I found Muriel's insane storytelling very entertaining. Now, every week on our new podcast, Muriel's Murders, I handpick a real-life crime story that I think will blow Nick's mind. Muriel is really enthusiastic about researching and telling me these stories, and they are a lot. Some stories are famous, some... Some are relatively unknown, but all of them contain crime, violence, and murder from across history and around the globe. Muriel's Murders is a podcast about true crime. But really, at its core, Muriel's Murders is about two people trapped in their apartment with nothing but time on their hands attempting to understand each other. It's an exploration of murder, human nature, and the importance of compromise in a marriage. So join us every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts and check out our original Muriel's Murders animations on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at Muriel's Murders. Hey, Nikki, are you ready for a story? No! Okay, let's get started.